0: Welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I am excited this week to be exploring how hypnotherapy and energy work can help all of us who are women warriors, help us manage our stress and anxiety and worry. Before we get started with this week's guest, I just wanted to remind everybody that there is a Woman Warriors Facebook group that you can search for and request access to on Facebook. So look for the Woman Worriers group. Also know that I now am offering a Worried Woman's Guide to Meditation and Everyday Mindfulness. So you can look for that on my website at progressioncounseling.com. All the links will be provided in the show notes. This week, my guest is Tracy Canella. She is a licensed mental health counselor with a private practice in Olympia, Washington. She is a certified eating disorders specialist, rehabilitation counselor, and an advanced clinical hypnotherapist who also does subtle energy work, and she works with emotional freedom technique. She also is a podcaster, and her podcast is called Calming the Chaos, and you can find that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I'm looking forward to talking to Tracy, so let's get started. Hi, Tracy. Welcome to the Woman Warriors podcast.
1: Hi, Elizabeth. Great to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you on the podcast. But before we get started, could you tell us a little bit about you and what got you on the path to doing the work that you do?
1: Well, I am a licensed mental health counselor with a private practice in Washington State. And it's been about 10 years that I've been in private practice. I guess I was inspired because in the community that we live in, there's a lot of need for mental health counselors. I have uh, my, in my past, I've had experience in the corporate world. And while I was getting my undergraduate degree, yes, it took me 20 years to get an undergraduate degree.
0: Me too. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. And uh, when I finally did, I thought, you know, I'm going to do more work with people that doesn't involve being involved in middle management. So I flipped over to the mental health side. Mm. And that really, it did inspire me to do more work because I wanted to have that ability to be able to uh, control the situations around me. Control the way I did my work, and uh, instead of taking orders from somebody else. So.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so that's what inspired me, and the work I do is many and varied. Right now, in my private practice, I do cognitive therapy and a lot of dialectical behavior therapy. So most people who come in will come in with anxiety, depression, or some trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just found on my own path that cognitive therapy just only goes so far. So I started to learn more about energy healing. Okay. And um, then I've been incorporating that with hypnotherapy in my private practice. And I think that makes a really good balance so that my clients can have a pretty varied menu to choose from you know hypnotherapy is not for everybody and energy work isn't for everybody so we stick to the basics and we have these people who just come in and they just love hypnotherapy or they love emotional freedom technique which is my energy healing technique okay and so um
0: For listeners who maybe aren't that savvy about the therapy world, can you describe what cognitive therapy is and how that might differ from hypnotherapy and energy work?
1: Sure. Yeah, so cognitive therapy is just when you come in with anxiety, just say, for example, and we look at your thoughts, the thoughts that you have uh, about yourself your world what's happening and how that makes you behave in certain ways and so it's basically if you want to put it in a nutshell we examine think feel do Mm -hmm. so thoughts and feelings i have a thought it is snowing outside right now i'm having a feeling of fear and so i might be a little closer to being, to pay, I might pay a little bit more close attention to how I am driving. So think, feel, do. That's just a really mm-hmm. simple example of cognitive therapy. So if I'm afraid of driving in the snow and I come in for counseling, then I will examine those beliefs, those thoughts, and help you to restructure them into more truthful and helpful thoughts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So you're really working with those, what we call cognitions, but that's your thoughts,
1: right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so tell us more about hypnotherapy and the emotional freedom technique and what, you know, how, what they're like.
1: Yeah. So if that same person comes in and does cognitive therapy and it's just not working, they're still afraid of driving. Uh, Let's just say driving in general. And the snow of course makes it worse. But the, (laughs) we just can't seem to get very far restructuring those cognitions, then we may want to look at some past trauma and um, feelings. What we do is we we really pay attention to the feelings they are experiencing in their bodies. Mm -hmm. So how does that anxiety show up in your body? Is it in your chest? Is it in your stomach? Do you stop breathing? Is it in your throat? And we start to work with, any kind of energies that might be present that could be blocking them from actually their fear, I guess, of driving. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep with that example. Yeah. Yeah. Because when your energy about something is blocked, that is really when your emotions sort of get a little bit more intense and so, again, if, you, if we can't solve the problem by just restructuring your thoughts, then we go into the body and we think, hmm, where's the blocked energy? Mm. And, and that's an example of where I would maybe suggest using emotional freedom technique. Now, emotional freedom technique is a technique that is based in Chinese medicine, and it, it involves what we call acupuncture without needles so we don't put needles in people's bodies like acupuncturists do, but instead what we do is use tapping points that correspond to energy meridians in the body.
0: Hmm. And there
1: is a tapping technique that I teach my clients how to do, and we do it in session, and then once they learn the technique, they can use it at home. And what it does is it sends signals to the amygdala, the fight or flight center of your brain, that you are safe even though you're having anxiety. And then we, we try and calm the anxiety down using the tapping and talking. So we do cognition, we do cognitive work while we are tapping and adjusting the energy and the beliefs. It's just like magic. Sometimes the beliefs just kind of change and they realize how like, wow, I could let this go. I could Mm. let this go now.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I did a, um, a coaching session with a therapist I'm friends with. Um, She's actually on the West coast like you as well. Um, And she was looking to put this into her, her practice. So she was offering it for free to some clinicians and it was working through a block about, I forget what something, I forget what I picked right now, but it was something about putting myself out there in a more visible way and working through the tapping and the talking like the next day I emailed her, I'm like, Huh, all of a sudden I'm feeling pretty good about whatever it was. I'm I'm not really I I wish I could remember exactly what it was we were working on, but mm-hmm. that was one session.
1: Yeah, I know. It's crazy. In fact, I've had kids come in. I work with a lot of adolescents, they've come in and they've I said, How are you doing? And they go, Oh, i got a really bad headache. And I he said, well, as long as you're here, you probably shouldn't be in therapy. If you're sick, you should have probably called. But as long as you're here, then maybe I can t- teach you a technique that can get rid of that headache. And it always works. And wow. the most amazing thing I saw was a person who was just having a really tough time with allergies. And so just kind of beam me up snotty. You know, she was <laughs> all, the, all Kleenex in my office. And so and And I was trying to teach her mother and her how to do the tapping technique. And when I was doing it, amazingly enough her um her her flow stopped. She stopped sneezing, she stopped having to blow her nose i I think that's probably the most amazing thing I've seen in a session.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That yeah, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: so if you can adjust your energy about a situation, then you can adjust that anxiety feeling as well. Your energy goes down about driving in the snow or driving in general, then you're, you know, it, it, the anxiety is no longer a problem because the energy you have about that thing is not a problem. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: And oftentimes, so with the energy, um, like, I'm kind of envisioning like it's blocked or it's like stuck in your body somewhere. Is that a good way to imagine it or is, how would you describe it?
1: Well, our energy is supposed to flow in a clockwise manner through our chakras, um, which is our energy centers in our body. And so if it's, if it's blocked at any one of those levels, then you're going to experience some physical pain or some emotional pain. Um, I guess, Sometimes it's connected to something that's happening in the present, but more than likely if a person identifies a body feeling, I'll ask them, does this feel like an old feeling? And when did you first notice this showing up? And then we'll go back in time Mm -hmm. and to the original, hopefully to, you know, closer to the original point of the wound. And, um, you'll, you would be amazed at what happens there. This reminds me of when I was seven and I was sitting at the kitchen table and my dad was really nervous about getting in the car because there was a lot of snow on the ground, you know, sort of something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then working through that energy, you know, um, so, uh, sometimes it'll take a couple of sessions, but, um, I usually one session will, um, make you feel better, uh, coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: I'm guessing, just knowing what I know about, you yeah, know, working with clients, that sometimes the more, you know, woo-woo uh, treatments people are either skeptical of or, uh, you know, they're like, ah, I don't, I don't go there. I don't do energy work or whatever. What? How do you help people kind of better understand it or make it accessible to them? Not that you're going to force them into it, which I totally I get.
1: Yeah, Yeah, usually in my intro session, I will tell them that I'll start with cognitive therapy with anxiety in particular. This is this is what I say is if if things are not changing in four sessions, we may have to change our game plan. I do have other techniques I can teach you. But let's start with cognitive therapy. And there's uh, some dialectical behavior therapy, which just has to do with using really simple skills to calm down and to understand your emotions. And they usually agree, you know, hey, if if four sessions, my anxiety is not gone, then then we'll reevaluate our game plan. Mm -hmm. Some some people at that point will say, you know, if it involves standing on my head in the middle of the room, kicking my legs around, I don't care. I want this anxiety gone. They don't care. And I say, yeah, it'll look a little ridiculous. Here we are. We're both tapping on our bodies, but nobody's going to see us. And I do it all the time. So I tell them that it really helped me because where cognitive therapy ends energetic therapy begins mm-hmm. and that i've really experienced really good benefits but but if it's not for you it's not for you so i always let them make the choice but i do tell them that part about the you know the science behind it and give them a website that they can go to to read about the science behind it before even doing anything with them mm-hmm. uh, I think they really they need to be more informed before they just say, well, OK, some people want to just jump right into it. But I do encourage them to research the science behind it as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just to give them sort of that more confidence and
1: mm-hmm. that it's not
0: even though it sounds woo woo, it's based there is some science based stuff there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And
1: then I tell them hypnotherapy is a last resort. Okay, unless you call me up and say, I want hypnotherapy because of this problem, and I know what it's about, and then I'll tell them, you know, this is how I do hypnotherapy and you know that's the exception you know the person who calls and wants hypnotherapy but for others it's the last resort it's sort of like all right nothing else is working would you like to try it you're having a problem in the present that could be related to a subconscious block that you're having that you're not able to get to when we're talking Hmm. or tapping even so um if they if I'll explain how I do it and if they agree then we'll do a hypnotherapy session which involves some energy work as well.
0: Yeah, cuz I would think that if like with cognitive therapy and with the uh the tapping that there has to be some awareness of what it is you're working to to shift. So if this is if the problem is more subconscious, then the hypnosis maybe can get to that.
1: Right, they may not be even aware. Uh, sometimes I'll even ask them if we're in the se- in a session together. Could there be a subconscious reason why you're doing this? Could this be an, a reason you're doing it that is completely unknown to you? Mm-hmm. And they can sometimes in the session without even being hypnotized sort of consider that option. Like, hmm, could I be could there be a reason why this is happening? Uh, I do a lot of work with eating disorders and this will happen uh, sometimes when a mother and a daughter are both trying to lose weight and the mother is my client and the daughter is um, also trying to lose weight but she's not my client. Mm-hmm. So the mother's w- wondering why she's not uh, losing weight, why she's like not not uh, stopping her binge eating or whatever. and I will ask sometimes. So, could there be a subconscious reason why you are continuing the behaviors you don't want to continue? Basically, right. and sometimes there will be that. Those go. I don't know because I really do want to lose weight. And uh, so, uh, sometimes what happens is is that the daughter has plateaued and stopped losing weight, and the mother feels guilty, subconsciously of course, about continuing her path as well because she doesn't want her daughter mad at her. Mm. Now. That's a, I think, kind of a simple example to give about how a subconscious, like she's not even aware of it. Mm-hmm. So her behaviors are still happening because in the back, back of the sub, subconscious of her mind, she's thinking, yeah, I don't want to conflict with my daughter when I continue to lose weight and she's plateauing.
0: Oh, interesting. So yeah, yeah. there's some reservations there that she can't even, isn't consciously aware of that's keeping right. her
1: up. And we can get to that sort of thing without hypnosis sometimes, but sometimes it's just really super blocked and we don't know why these behaviors are continuing to happen. So we go and we do, we put them into a trance, which uh, is basically very interactive. Um, It gets your, um, uh, your theta waves, uh, your brain waves uh, into theta mode, which is a, a lot slower and more susceptible to suggestions So we always want to make sure that there's a problem that they're having in the present. Mm -hmm. And the goal is to take the body feelings that we identify under hypnosis and we do the same thing as we do in EFT. We try and take them back to an earlier time, say and um, then work out the energy that they have about a situation. But the, the the thing that's so cool about hypnotherapy is that they're in it. They're like in their own movie. They are experiencing that seven-year-old self at the table with dad, afraid to go out on the road because it's snowing. And um, then they can get to the conclusions that they make about themselves in those moments. Uh, so those cognitions, those beliefs that, that lead to the cognitions. So there is cognitive therapy going on there so we can bill insurance for all this. Hmm. Um, so, um, and then they're able to, uh, let their energy release. And then we always do a healing sort of a thing afterwards, whether it's a, a soul retrieval or, um, you know, some sort of, a. um, Comforting, just sort of crying it out or some people like to use um, boxing gloves to hit something if they're angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we always stress being safe to themselves and it, it usually ends up with a really a beautiful ending um, and um, there's always a healing at, at, at the very end and new suggestions like yeah, okay, when I awake, uh, I will be confident on the road. I'll be confident in the wheels under my feet. I will be grounded. I will be secure. I'll be safe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds very, all, you know, all both, you know, the energy type, the energy healing and the hypnotherapy sound like they'd be really um, transformative in many ways.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I've used it with uh, a lot of people who have had anxiety and, but a lot of people who have issues with food and eating, uh, hypnotherapy seems to be really effective because people with eating disorders will separate a lot from their bodies, um, in their, they'll be completely in their minds. Hypnotherapy forces you to be in your body and experiencing things that you wouldn't normally allow yourself to do. People with eating disorders tend to be very guarded and protective, and hypnotherapy Has been very helpful.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because, sort of, that disconnection from the food itself, but more that the food is that comfort, and yet they're not even aware of what the discomfort is.
1: Exactly. Right. So, they get a lot more clarity about, oh, yeah, this is what is really at the root of it. And when we do the energy release portion of it, they no longer have the energy they used to have around food, around their bodies, around eating, and they sort of start to live their lives happily no matter what kind of body they have. Mm. Some of them decide to quit losing weight altogether, uh, which is basically one of the, the dangers of dieting is that it does end up leading to overeating, and so the goal is to get people to do more intuitive eating Right. uh eat when you're hungry, hungry, stop when you're
0: full, right, eat. really tuning into your body to notice those hunger and full sy- symptom or whatever yeah. signals
1: uh, yeah, yeah, so that's always great to see to where they're saying, huh, well, I'm missing out on a whole lot of life while I'm preoccupied with food and looking a certain way, and I sort of want to live my life now. So I'm just going to go and do that. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. It's great to see that transformation in, in therapy.
0: Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. So for people who might be wanting to find more information about um, emotional freedom technique or uh, hypnotherapy, how might they find that?
1: Well, I always suggest to my clients, if they're interested in emotional freedom technique, to go to the Tapping Solution. Uh, that's J- uh, Jessica Ortner and Nick Ortner, their brother and sister team. They have a, uh, it's called the, the Tapping Solution book and a video. They also have a website with a lot of free stuff on it. Uh, and then in February, there's the Tapping World Summit, and that's uh, run by Dawson Church I believe no it's this it's run by um, Nick and Jessica Orson or- mm-hmm. Uh I can give you that website it's uh, www dot and then just one big word the tapping Cool. And the best thing to do is subscribe to their list so that you can get the notification of the Tapping World Summit, which provides free. Oh, they have guests on their show that do. They have really famous guests like Carol Look and um, Christiane. Oh, forget her last name. Anyway, Dr. Christiane somebody. <laughs> but that doesn't sound. Northrup. Dr. Christiane Northrop. Okay, and Dawson Church, and a lot of people who are famous and they tell us different topics to tap on, like anxiety or relationships or manifesting their future goals. I also have uh links on my website to some uh information about emotional freedom technique as well
0: awesome, awesome.
1: Uh, hypnotherapy is a little bit different because so many diff- people do it so many different ways. I was trained by the Wellness Institute in Issaquah, Washington, and sadly they are not going to be open very much longer, and so I can't really refer people to that site. But I would say any heart-centered hypnotherapist. If you could just Google that heart-centered hypnotherapy. Would be what I would suggest to get more information about it. There are a lot of us who have been trained in this way, and I do believe that it's the most compassionate, kind, and beautiful way to do hypnotherapy. Nice. Well, I will
0: definitely include all of those links in the show notes. And how do people find you, Tracy?
1: The best way to find me is through my website. It's www.lokahi counseling. That's one big word. L-O-K-A-H-I-C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G dot com. And then I do have a podcast called Calming Chaos. Right, they, right. They're, yeah, they're, they're just, it's about anxiety, uh, which is, I think, why it, it attracted you to me, uh, as far as being a guest on your show, which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty new podcast, and I think it's pretty good, smart and um, funny. And I also have a meditation CD on the. so you, all you have to do is go to my web, website and click on the podcasts page. and you'll find uh, just a bunch of resources for um, people who want to heal. Nice. And one of them is my podcast. Another one is the Tapping Solution. I believe there's other ones. There's local ones around here as well. But I, I try and meet the needs of the community here in in the ways that I can can do that. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's the simplest way to to learn more about me and the work that I do.
0: Cool. That is great. Well, I will include again, like I said, all those things in the show notes so that people can easily find you there.
1: Thank
0: you. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today. I appreciate your taking the time to talk with me today.
1: Thank you for listening. I appreciate it.
0: I hope you enjoy that interview with Tracy Canella. I find that the more woo-woo techniques, which I, I think hypnotherapy and emotional freedom technique fall into that, Even though there is science around them, I think people consider them a little alternative. I just am so intrigued and gravitate toward that type of healing more and more often in my own life. So I know, um, I think I've shared that I've seen a craniosacral therapist, which has been incredible, also energy healing but movement therapy and the tapping technique as i shared it got me through a blockage about being more seen and sharing things on the podcast in my life that i might not have done without that so check out her resources and her webpage maybe if you feel so inclined to reach out and get some info on tapping cuz it's it's interesting so it's uh something I'm going to look into a little bit more myself. I hope that you all have a wonderful week. I hope that you find some calm and peace in the chaos. Ciao for now from this woman warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to the Woman Warriors podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com.